the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 105.1 FM, WAVA. The following program is brought to you by Ridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or smartphone watching me on Facebook Live. Thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. And, of course, on 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, WAVA. Covering all of Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., parts of West Virginia, in Pennsylvania as well, and of course all over the world because of the internet and uh, radio apps. Big shout out to my listener uh, who called me last week from uh, Montana, and so it's just good to know we are all over the place. Well, if you're new to the show, uh, let me tell you how we roll, and if you're not new, I bet you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. If you want to receive my inspirational text on Friday morning, just text me today uh, the word INSPIRE. And if you text that word INSPIRE to 5055, then you will get a free inspirational Friday morning text from me. I wake up, I think about it, pray about it, and put together a, a positive thought on that day to motivate you, to inspire you. So it's a real easy five-digit code, 50555. That's it. One word, inspire. And then uh, tomorrow morning you'll get my text. Isn't that cool? Every Friday morning. But today, it's Theological Thursday. And today I want to talk about the theology of God's children. The theology of God's children. Here's my question. Are you a child of God? And if so, how do you know? And here's another question. Do you believe that we are all children of God? Do you believe that we're all, all human beings, all of us, are children of God? I want to hear from you. I may uh, reveal a little bit along the way of my thinking on it. And, of course, I do want to give you uh, a theological understanding of this as we go along. But let me, uh, let me throw the question and the number out to you. Uh, the number here is 888-432-7434. Are you a child of God? And if so, how do you know it? 888-43-BRIDGE. Do you believe that we're all 
children of God. You hear people say that, right? We're all children of God. Dr. King, all of God's children, Oprah Winfrey, we're all children of God. Are we all children of God? Do you agree or disagree with that? And if we are, tell me why. If we're not, tell me why not. Let's have this theological conversation. Pull your chair up, get your cup of coffee, uh, and uh, let's uh, build a bridge through conversation today. Let me pray to God. Lord Jesus, thank you that we have this opportunity to connect with one another via a radio. And we just pray and the Internet. And we just pray uh, that you would uh, give us your clear understanding of what it means to be a child of God theologically. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com andersonspeaks.com or you can go to embracegracism.com embracegracism.com today we're talking about children of God are you a child of God and if so how do you know that you're a child of God Uh, do you have uh, people in your house uh, that are uh, your parents or your children do you know if they are children of God can you can you have a brother and a sister and one's a child of God and the other one's not a child of God? How do you know that you are a child of God? And what does it mean to be a, a child of God? And by the way, once you are a child of God, um, can you then become no longer a child of God? Uh, give us a call, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. So uh, we often hear that we're all of God's children. So that means that God uh, would be our heavenly father to everyone. And uh, when Jesus was asked how to pray, he said, say our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so uh, should we all be saying the our fathers for my Catholic brothers and sisters? Uh, Jesus taught us how to pray, say our father. So does that mean that he's everyone's uh, father? Uh, Are you a child of God? Is he your heavenly father? Uh, and is everyone a child of God, or is everyone not a child of God? So therefore, you have people that are not children of God? And what does that mean for them? I mean, what are the consequences? It's not just, I am a child, I'm not a child. Well, how if you're not a child of God? What does that mean for you? If uh, you were to die today, would you spend eternity uh, separated from God? Is that where the people who are not God's children live throughout eternity? Or uh, do you feel like, no, listen, everyone's a child of God. Everyone's going to someday come back to the father like the prodigal son. Everyone's going to come back at some point in time. Well, if you have a comment, question, you're concerned, uh, you're not quite sure, and you want to talk to me about this, I want to talk to you. So give me a call. My lines are open, 888-432-7434. Three, four. I'm going to run to my commercial break now, and as soon as I get back, I'm going to take my first question from Columbia, Maryland, and I'm coming to you. So get in where you fit in. You are kicking it on Theological Thursday with Dr. David Anderson. I'll be back in just three minutes. Don't you go anywhere, children of God. Sounded while God chilled on the side as the judge watched his son slug it out with the one rejected his love, like the government with his covenant. They tried to smuggle him, yo, he still loved. 
Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct scientist psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking on this Theological Thursday about the theology of God's children Uh, Are you a child of God? If so, how do you know? Do you believe that we are all children of God? Uh, Yes or no? Why or why not? If you want to give me a call and jump in the conversation, 
888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Columbia, Maryland and talk to Kathy, who's on the line. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Okay. And a shout-out, Bridgeway. I attend Bridgeway, and it's the best church out there. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you so much. So what are you thinking today? Uh, are you a child of God? I'm, yes, sir, I am. Hmm. I am a child of God. I know my Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. I know the sacrifice he made for hmm. me. I try to pursue a relationship with him daily. Hmm. And uh, I love him with all my heart. Hmm. Um, I also... I. I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this one, but I do believe that we are all actually children of God. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I think whether he recognizes us is if we do, is if we have confessed and that we know Jesus is our Lord and Savior, mm. um, and that we... We enter in through the narrow gate. He knows his sheep, mm-hmm. and he calls them by name. Okay. So uh, you know that you're a child of God because you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I hear that, so praise the Lord there. You also believe everyone's a child of God, but God will sort it out on the other side uh, when uh, he figures out uh, uh, which ones are his sheep and which ones aren't. Is that pretty much – did I – did I restate what you said correctly? I I believe so. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. No one comes to the Father but through me. So, I mean, to me, that's that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you, you're clear on what salvation is for you and what being born again is for you. Now the bigger question, is everyone a child of God. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let other people speak into it. And Kathy, I'm glad that you called. Thanks a lot for being on the show today. Okay. Thank you. And God bless you Mm. and Dr. Anderson, you and your family. Thank you. God bless you back. My number in studio is 888-432-7434. Do you agree that we're all children of God? Uh, You heard Kathy say that she's a child of God, but also we're all children of God. Do you agree with that, that we are all, all of us human beings, we're all children of God and then God will sort it out later? Or do you believe that uh, there are some people who are not children of God? I'd like to hear from you. This is Theological Thursday. Of course, I'm going to give you what my view is. uh, uh, But at the same time, I want to hear some of your views. I want to invite your views to the table. I'm not uh, judging you. Or, or grading you. I just want to get a sense of what uh, some of you believe out, uh, you know, who are listening to me in the car or at the house uh, or even at the office. And then uh, I want to give you some theological context and tell you exactly what I think. I'm very clear in my own heart and mind about what I believe, and I'm going to share it with you. But it may be different than what you believe, and that's okay too. No judgment here, uh, but it's always good to have conversation because I believe that comprehension begins with conversation. I have three lines open if you want to grab one of them. Uh, The number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. We're going to go to the phone line in just a second. I see they're getting them up on my screen as soon as they come up. I'm going to pull you in and we're going to figure out what you're thinking about this issue. I think it's important to know whether you're a child of God or not. 
I think it's important for you to declare it if you are. And if you're not or you're not sure, I think that's important to declare, too. And if you uh, today are not sure whether you're a child of God or not, I would love for you to call me because let's figure it out together. Okay, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Sandra, who is in Mitchellville, Maryland. Hi, Sandra. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Hello, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing very well. Good. And thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, I was listening. I was listening, or I I listen to you every day. Thank you. And I know that I am a child of God because I have repented and I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And the Holy Spirit bears witness with me that Mm. I am righteous in Christ Jesus. Mm. But I do not believe that everybody is a child of God. Uh Because if Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and if you don't go the way of Jesus Christ, Uh then you're not God's child. You might be God's creation, Uh but you're not God's child. Ooh, wow. So that's that's what I believe. Ooh, what a a (laughs) distinction. Wow, we're all God's creation, but we may not be all his children. Well, I'm going to find out if other people agree with you there, Sandra, or not. But I've marked it down. Okay. I've written it down. And we're going, to, we're going to wrestle this one down. You made a very clear distinction there. You know that you are a child of God because you've repented yes. uh, and the Holy Spirit has confirmed it. Uh, but you're not sure everybody. Yes. Well, you're pretty clear that everybody's not a child of God. Did I get your your comment accurate? Yes. All right. Absolutely. Not everybody is a child of God, but everybody is a creation of God. Oh, shucks now. That's... Because some children are children of the, some people are children of the devil. Mm. Mm. <laughs> They're not created by him, but they, they worship him. Ooh. They don't worship mm. the true and living God. So okay. All that's right. my, that's what I believe. That's Mitchell, Mitchellville in the house there. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miss <laughs> Sandra. Lord bless you. Let me uh, let me stay in Maryland for a minute. Then I'm going to go over to Virginia. I've got Bowie, Maryland, in the house. Let's go there. Michael is on the line. Hello, Mr. Michael. I'm David Anderson. How are you? Hi. How are you doing, Dr. Anderson? Thanks uh, for taking my call. My pleasure. So what are you thinking? What I'm thinking is that definitely not everybody is a child of God because I was reading my Bible the other day, and I was reading in Romans 9, I think, where it was saying, it said everybody's not a child of God. There you Only go. This, uh, it, there you go with opening the Bible. About, uh, <laughs> yeah, and actually reading, and it said it, it, it said in no uncertain terms that we are not all children of God. Only those who come from the seed of uh, Abraham, uh-huh. Isaac, and Jacob. Uh huh. So I guess. Well, hang on. There's a, there's a lot of you. there's a lot of Jewish folk that come from. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so that but means all the Jewish it, it, people it, 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 are children of God. You think? I don't think so. I don't think that. I think that they might be referring more to uh, Revelations chapter two and verse nine. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It says everybody that says they're a Jew isn't necessarily a Jew, but they are. You know, because they're sort of running things, and they're not all necessarily. Uh, they don't believe in Christ. Uh huh. Well, you know, in, in in Romans 9, as you stated, in verse 25, uh, as he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. So it kind of gets a little confusing. He's calling people who's not his people his people and people who are loved 
who are not loved. He's calling them loved. I think some folk might get confused, but to me, you're not confused, Michael. You're saying pretty clearly you either are a child of God or you're not a child of God. Is that clear? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, because it said it's by election. It's not because it talks about uh-huh. Esau and Jacob, and it says before they were born, uh-huh. he chose, he hated Esau, and he loved Jacob. And it says so. It's not about what they did or whether they confessed or said I love Jesus. It's about him choosing prior to, and it, it had nothing to do with what they did. It's about uh-huh. his election. So, and then it describes who were. It said not. It said not all are the children of God. Some are, you know. Just because oh, wow. they're the children of Abraham doesn't mean they're the children of God. Okay, I, I hear I heard you loud and clear, Bowie. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me a What's call. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Don't worry about that, Michael. I'm going to tell okay, you. Okay, I was, get, I was hoping I didn't miss what your what your take. No, was. I'm I'm going to unveil what I'm what I'm thinking, but I want to get it all out on the table. What other people are thinking, and some believe uh, so far, Michael. If you haven't heard it all, some believe we are all children of God. Others believe that we're yeah. not all children of God. So I'm putting you down on the side of we're not all children of God, and specifically because you say God elects them. Is that right? Exactly. I it got was, it. Because I, I felt like the Bible the Bible said God elects them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Well, you're right on about what the okay. Word says. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. You know, but then there comes a question, if God elects them, okay, all the people he elects, are they all children of God? whether, listen, whether they choose to accept him or not, because he chose them. So therefore, you are my child, whether you've even come into an enlightened knowledge of me or not, you're still my child. So therefore, when the day comes to reckon all things, even if you haven't placed your faith in Christ, because he chose you, you're still a child of God? Hmm. Well, let's keep it going. I'm going to continue on. I'm going to move on over to Virginia like I promised. Stafford, Virginia is where we'll start. I have Lynn on the line. Hello, Lynn. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hey. Hi, I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I believe that, and I'm terrible with the addresses in the Bible, but I believe it says in there that um, when we are saved, then we have the... um, we then can become we then become children of God. Mm. Um, but my question is, and I've heard people say once saved, always saved. Mm-hmm. But my question is, what if we someone then chooses not to be a child of God? Like someone was saved when they were, say, a teenager, and now they're actually saying they're atheist and completely. Uh-huh. Um, I feel in that case that, you know, there is absolutely no relationship and mm-hmm. they are actually um, saying that there is no God. And I don't know if that's the same as blaspheming the Holy Spirit, but I believe mm-hmm. that that is an unforgivable sin. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if that means that they will not be. In heaven with God when they die, uh, what, what's your take on that? Well, you know, in the second half of the show, when I get back from my break shortly, I'm going to start <laughs> unveiling uh, what I think okay. about this, Lynn. But I will, I will say this. I do believe that once somebody is saved, once somebody truly is saved, they are always saved. So then the question becomes, when the person who says, well, no, I'm no longer saved. I don't even believe in that anymore. 
then there's two options. Either one, they weren't ever really saved. They may have been professing mm-hmm. it, but it never really took. All right. They may have been mm-hmm. religious. They may have walked the church aisle. They may have even gotten baptized, but it never really took. It was their mom's amens mm-hmm. and their dad's hallelujahs, but it wasn't there. So there's that possibility. Right. Uh, or uh, they are saved, but they have turned away in rebellion from God. And if you would have met Jonah on that day that he rebelled against God, you would have thought he was more of a sinner than anybody else on the boat. Uh, if you would have mm-hmm. ran into the prodigal son, you would have thought he was more of a sinner than anybody else out there. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it depends on what day you catch them. You catch somebody in a season where they're rebelling against God, mad at God, cursing God, you know, uh, then you're right. You might you might think, well, my goodness, that person can't be saved. But it may not be true. They may actually be saved, but their flesh is taking a hold of them because of their emotions and their mind has been twisted by the enemy. And all God has to do is touch them with one conversation with somebody or touch them by the Holy Spirit. And before you know it, they're preaching again. They, they're ready to be sent off on a mission field. So, oh, so, Amen. So, I am praying <laughs> that that will happen in this case. Hey, well, I, I believe it can happen. I've seen it happen. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about it. All God has to do is touch somebody uh, like he did me when I was driving down a road called Riggs Road in Maryland one day. I, I was so overwhelmed by the power of the Spirit, I had to pull over to the side of the car. And with tears in my eyes, I asked Jesus to come into my life. I was 18. I grew up in the church, but it was not until 18 that I truly surrendered my heart from rebellion to, mm-hmm. to obeying Almighty mm-hmm. God. God bless you, Lynn. I'm running to my break. I'll be right Thanks. back. Mr. Rogers, I like you. I like you, my dear. America is falling in love with Mr. Rogers again. Entertainment Weekly raves. It's the movie we need right now. Friends Theology was love your neighbor and love yourself. It was a communication right into their hearts. Mr. Rogers' faith has inspired us all. Thank you for whatever you do to bring joy and faith to our world today. Won't you be my neighbor? Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now in theaters everywhere. People ask us all the time, what makes us different as a direct lender? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office. And this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too. We work hard to ensure that everything we do demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Considering a Christian education for your child? Listen to what these parents have to say. We were having issues with our son in the public school system, and the smaller class sizes are wonderful. I love the dedication of the teachers and how they love Jesus Christ. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone says hi and good morning, and the kids know everyone, everyone. Every adult knows every kid. We are very thankful that the Lord led us here. WAVA's Half Price Christian School Tuition Scholarship Program. Available now at WAVA.com keyword school. 
Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer, and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call 1-800-228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, Call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We are talking about the theology of God's children. And on my Facebook page, Lisa Beasley says, hello. Yes, we all are God's children. We're all children of God, but not all children obey their parents. Well, it's true that not all children obey their parents. And Kevin Thompson uh, says, Dr. Anderson, I hope and pray I am a child of God. But Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23, greatly concerns me. Well, what does uh, Matthew seven twenty-one through 23 say? It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Wow. My goodness. He's, I think it's important for us to know, A, whether we're a child of God. I mean, I think that's the first thing that we need to know, not about everybody else, but are we children of God? That is a very personal, uh, individual relationship with God. And it's important because whether you have the second question right or wrong, it doesn't matter. The first question is most important. Is that Are you a child of God? All right. So let me start with that by teaching all of you. And of course, you, many of you already know this, so I'm not even teaching some of you. I'm just reaffirming what you already know. And then others, this is going to be brand new information, but it's what I call the equation of salvation, the equation of salvation. And it makes it very, very clear uh, in John 1, 12. Listen to what it says. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Got it? Let me say it again. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So here's the equation. Receive plus believe equals become. Receive. Yet to all who received him, plus believe to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Receive, believe, become. Receive plus believe equals become. How do you become a children, a child of God? You must receive God. You must believe 
in his name, Jesus Christ. And then that is what helps you to become a child of God. You have to receive and believe. All right. It is taking God's word, receiving it, and then believing it. That the only way to God is through what his son said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to Father God except by me. When you receive him into your heart, when you believe in your heart, uh, then you will become a child of God. That's how you're born again. Uh, the, The first time you're born, you're born physically. All right. But if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you're born spiritually. All right. And so you must be born again. That's what it means. Born again. That's what it means. It means to be born spiritually, not going back up in your mother's womb, not becoming uh, uh, reincarnated again. No, it simply means you were physically born by water once the water breaking in your mother's womb. And but to be spiritually born, uh, you must receive uh, the truth of God's word and believe in the one he sent, Jesus Christ. And then you will become a child of God if that's true then what I am saying is that we're not all children of God. We're all creation of God. Like one of my uh, listeners said earlier, she was spot on there from Mitchellville. Uh, absolutely. Just like Bowie said, uh, and Bowie, Maryland, same thing. Um, we're all creation of God. Praise the Lord. Now where Catherine was right, we could, you could say we're all sheep, but only those sheep that are his, does he know? The shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep of his know his voice. All right. But then there are other texts that make it even more clear. They say, you know what? You separate the sheep from the goats. In other words, some are goats, some are sheep. Another uh, parable is the wheat and the tares. And the wheat grow up with the tares. And they say, well, should we pull out the tares? And he says, no, 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 no. Because if you pull out the tares, you may pull out the wheat too. And so it's important to let God be the one to do the division. Let God be the one to pull up the tears. You're not supposed to judge other people. Let God decide who's saved and who's not saved because you may end up pulling up somebody who's saved as wheat, but you thought they were a tear because of the way they're acting. No, they're not a tear. They're just a terror right now in the way they're acting. Okay. But that doesn't mean they're a terror. And so it's very important to understand that, uh, in order to be a child of God, you must be born again. Once you're born again, you are a child of God and you need to live like a child of God, but everyone doesn't. Why? Because children need to grow up. And there are a lot of believers who have not grown up. They've not grown up in the word. They've not grown up in in, uh, the ways of the Lord. They have not had the modeling that's necessary, or maybe they've just been rebellious. And so if you don't grow up, you're going to still act like a child. And the apostle Paul said, I I once lived like a child, talked like a child, act like a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For some of us, we have to get off of the milk of the word and get onto the meat of the word. We have to actually grow in our faith. And there are a lot of believers who grow chronologically, numerically, but they never grow spiritually. That's what it takes in order to become strong in the Lord. Now, as soon as I get back from my commercial break, uh, I'm going to come right back to the phone lines because I know you guys want to talk to me and you've heard me now give my point of view. Tell me whether you agree with it, disagree with it, or maybe you have a question about it. So, Monique, I'm coming to you. Anonymous in D.C., I'm coming to you. Dean in Beltsville, I'm coming to you. A.J. and Frederick, I'm coming to you. Just give me three minutes and I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. 
I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. You know what I'm saying, yo, when I be out on the block. That right there is called a beat. (laughs) This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you doing today? We are talking about God's children. Are we all God's children? Uh, And by the way, are you a child of God? And how do you know? If you want to give me a call, um, you know, 888-432-7434. I'm going right back to the phone line. So let's pick it up in Fort Washington, Maryland, with Monique, who's on the line. Hi, Monique. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Monique, are you there? Going once, going twice. Bye-bye. Let's go to Frederick, Maryland, where AJ is on the line. Hi, AJ. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm blessed, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking today? Well, I want to make it uh, straight and simple and plain. When you look at uh, John chapter 10, verse 27, it says that yeah, Jesus is the shepherd, and he has sheep that are east. They hear his voice, and there are others that are outside the fringe that don't hear his voice. That's mm-hmm. one point I want to say. Okay. And then the other point I want to state is from Romans 8. 14. He said that as many as received him, he gave him the power to become sons of God. Uh-huh. That is the distinction. Son, yeah. which means a child. That's right. So not everybody can call himself or herself children of God or a child of God or children of God. They have to, you have to accept the finished work, the sacrificial work Christ did for uh-huh. us. Other than that, we or you are going to remain a creation of God. Ah. So that's my take on that. Well, you, you make it very plain and very clear. Thank you so much. Okay, AJ? 
appreciates you. And so, you know, he made it clear, like, either you are or you're not. You've got to accept the finished work of Christ. I believe that. Then the question becomes, what happens if you don't? Okay? What happens if you do? Hmm. Is there a distinction between children of God and those that aren't children of God? If we do agree that we're not all God's children, even though sometimes people use that phrase uh, generically, okay, we'll we'll let you get away with that. It's not theologically correct, but it's generically said, and and so sometimes you don't get in a fight over it. It just depends on the context. If someone's like giving a public speech and they're like, hey, we're all God's children, okay. You and I know it's not theologically correct, okay? Um, but don't get in an argument over that because just because people aren't theologically correct, try to get beyond the words they say to what are they trying to say. All right, you don't want to be that person. Uh, and uh, one time, I'll never forget, I, I had a Muslim guy uh, who's a good friend. I have a lot of friends. Uh, and I had him on my stage to talk about his faith. And uh, how is our faith different than your faith and all that? So we have this whole conversation. And then, you know, I hug him. I'm like, my brother, it's so good to see you. Thanks for being willing to stand in front of a crowd of Christians to explain, you know, what you believe and where we differ and where we uh, where we uh, have some commonality. And I'll never forget a woman came up to me afterwards. How could you call him brother? You know, so upset because he's not a brother. Well, again, are we being literal here? Because uh, if we're being literal as a b- fellow believer uh, who's one's born again and, and I might believe the other one's not born again, he's not a brother in the family of God in the same way that you and I might think uh, might think so, you know, and so I get it. So she was stuck on that as opposed to me using brother generally like my brother, not in the Lord, uh, but my brother in humanity. All right. And then sometimes you may uh, you may even hear people of certain ethnic groups like a black person say to another black person, hey, brother, how you doing? They're not blood brothers. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes I think we get caught up in in the literal and sometimes we have to explain to people, hang on. What are you talking about? Literally, theologically, generically. So some people use children of God generically, but we also need to know theologically what is true and what is not. And theologically, everyone's not God's child. Everyone is God's creation. So they bear the imago Dei, the image of God. And we need to treat them like they bear the image of God. That's why you, thou should not kill. Why? Because they bear the image of God. That's why you love and respect everyone. Why? Because they bear the image of God. Doesn't matter their religion. Doesn't matter their race. Doesn't matter their color, their culture, their gender. If they are human beings, you respect them at a great level of humanity because you know that God's hands touch the dirt and breathe into them a living soul that is worthy 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 of respect and love amen and amen so we don't judge people because they're not children of god we love them into the kingdom and share the good news that your daddy in heaven is still adopting new kids isn't that great i mean you know in a foster in a foster home you pick one and all the others feel like really bad hoping that somebody's going to come get them too well guess what that's the good news i got adopted but my daddy's still adopting children do you want to be one That's the good news of the gospel. All right, I'm done preaching. I'm going to Beltsville, Maryland now. I'm going to talk to Dean, who's on the line. Hey, Dean, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. Great. Turn down your radio so we don't have an echo, and tell me what you think. All right, Dr. Anderson, you just took the answer right out of my mouth because I was thinking to tell everyone in the image of God born Uh on this earth, 
uh-huh. black and yellow, brown and white, uh-huh. all religion, everyone belongs to God as a child of God. Mm, okay. And uh, when Jesus comes into our picture in mm. our life, uh-huh. now it's child of God and all this is an earthly common context mm-hmm. for us to understand. Okay. But we are all precious souls True. in the Lord. That. No matter what you, who you are, where you are, mm-hmm. and what color you are, what religion you are, mm-hmm. we are all precious souls of God. I would agree. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. God bless you, Dean. I would agree. We are all precious souls of God. He loves the whole world. He died for the whole world. God loves every human on the planet, regardless of their color, class, culture, or religion. Doesn't mean, though, everyone's a child of God because in order to be a child of God you must be born again and to those who received him and to those who believed on his name he gave them the right to become children of God so how do you get the right to become a child of God you must receive and believe receive the Lord and believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and it says in Romans anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved anybody doesn't matter who you are all right, Anonymous is in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Let me go there. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Yeah, hi, Dr. Anderson. Hello. Love your show. Thank you so much. What are you thinking? Okay, I'm driving and I'm going to say this and I'm going to hang up. Okay. Um, I just want to say we are all creation of God. Mm-hmm. God created everybody. Mm-hmm. But the Bible said only those who believe in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. as their Lord and Savior that God gave the right mm-hmm. to be called the children of God, Amen. the sons of God. Amen. God created everybody. Uh-huh. He's giving them everything. Uh-huh. He can give them anything they ask. But only those who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, uh-huh. who are called the sons of God, the Got children it. of God. There's a big difference. Yeah. We are the children of God as special. Uh-huh. God said we are special. We are royal priesthood. Amen. We are holy and N- chosen generation. <laughs> now, let me we jump in. Set apart let me God. jump in right there, Anonymous. Thank you so much from Upper Marlboro. I'm going to get an Anonymous from Silver Spring before my break. Hi, Anonymous. I got about a minute, and I want to hear from you. Hello, Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Okay. I'm great. Thank you. I just want to say I do not believe that we all are God's children because not all of us accept him as our father. Now, uh-huh. we are all of his creation, Okay, but we are not all his children. Uh, atheists would not agree that they are, they are a child God. They don't even believe so. I have to disagree with Dean and some of the others. Well, and you know what? They all are his creation. They may not even agree. Atheists may not even agree that they're his creation. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So how could they be children of God? So I just know. He is, we, everything was created by God. Everything. Everything. Right, right. But not all of us believe that's right not all of us are his children well, no. you, thank you so, thank you so much <laughs> okay. anonymous you put it out there listen i'm coming back in three minutes we're gonna wrap all this up and you know what there's no greater knowledge than to know that you are a child of god if you're not a child of god guess what here's the great news you can become a child of god all you gotta do is receive him all you gotta do is believe in his name cry out to him and say god i believe and i receive then my friends you will become i'll be right back this is real talk with Dr. David Anderson.
finish last, they ain't really why I write, though. Let's go back in time to 04. I made 116 quickly, I was on board. Fast forward, four years, we on tour. And we ain't noticed where he had a store, but now he... Today, more than ever, it is imperative to offer your child a Christian education. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory now and forever. Amen. At First Baptist School of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that they do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let FBSL collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. FBSL offers a rigorous Bible. Bible-based curriculum, competitive tuition, before and after care, and a summer camp program, all in a safe environment with a loving Christ-like faculty. First Baptist School of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved non-public school. First Baptist School of Laurel prides itself on its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool 3 to the 8th grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington. Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market and the reality is that over 40% of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year. On average over the last 12 years, 95% of our listings have sold and we normally beat the market by over $26,000. If you want to make sure your home sells and doesn't sit, call Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. 
And we're back. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson as we are ending uh, the show. For those of you on Facebook, thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, all of you on uh, WAVA 105.1 FM, this show will always re-air on Facebook Live. All you got to do is go to my Facebook page at Anderson Speaks, and you can go back and listen to the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, all my shows are logged in there. Just go to at Anderson Speaks. And really, really good news, and that is on Saturday nights now, we have the weekend edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on this same station, 105.1 FM. It's a half-hour show and gives you the highlights of some great conversations that we've had. So tell your friends about it, especially those who may not be able to listen during the day. Now they can listen on Saturday evenings at 7 p.m. If you want to receive my inspirational text, I send it out every Friday morning. And so if you text me today, you'll get it tomorrow. If you text me tomorrow, you won't get it until next Friday. And so it's important, just text me today one word. The word is INSPIRE. And the, the code is five digits and all so easy uh, because four out of the five is the number five. So here it is. Five, zero, five, five, five. That's it. Text the word inspire to five, zero, five, five, five. And then you'll have um, my expiration in the morning comes right to your phone. It's free. And hopefully it'll cheer you. It'll strengthen you. It'll encourage you. It'll challenge you. Now, uh, I'm going to close the show out in just a second in a word of prayer, but I just want to remind you once again, tell your friends about 7 p.m. Uh, on Saturdays. I'm excited about it, and I hope that you are too. Uh, also, go to EmbraceGracism.com and learn about what it means to be a gracist. And let me send you a copy of my book, Gracism. It's not that expensive. You can order it there, or if you want me to sign it for you, I'd sign any one of my six books uh, to you. All you got to do is ask, and that is free. I'll just sign it and send it off to you, all right, for any donation whatsoever. So uh, thank you so much, and I do pray that you are a child of God. And if you're not a child of God, invite Jesus Christ to come into your life, and you will be born again. That's what the Scripture promises. Do you believe it? Because if you receive it and believe it, then you will become it in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you that you've extended salvation. Thank you that you're still in the adoption business. Would you adopt children into your family today? And thank you, God, for adopting me. Thank you, God, for adopting my brothers and sisters who are already in the Lord as well. In Jesus' name I pray. Together everyone says, amen and amen. To love one another That heaven might find A place in their hearts
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.